Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to AZ Brandcast. This is Mike. Every month we get together and talk about the remarkable Arizonans and businesses that they run and that they lead, in particular about the power of branding in those businesses and how to build great brands in Arizona. And today I'm, I'm really excited. We've got a really cool guest on the show, don't we, Chris? Yes, we do. Yeah, we've got Shelly. Shelly Cheney from Dollar Days. What's yeah. up, Shelly? Hi, everybody. So, Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're really excited you're on. Me too. Um, and we're going to be talking a little bit about creating purpose in your business um, how to engage your local community and some really cool things that Dollar Day is, work, is they're working on right now. Um, but first, Chris, tell us about our sponsor. Yes, Mike. Yes. So our sponsor sponsor is Conscious Capitalism Arizona. Uh, this local association is on a mission to share with the whole world how doing business for good is just good business. Uh, this local chapter of Conscious Capitalism Incorporated hosts tons of local events and provides resources for business leaders to instill a higher purpose in their company and engage all their stakeholders. Be sure to check them out at ConsciousCapitalismAZ.com. Yeah, we love those guys. They've been mm-hmm. really supportive. It's awesome. So um, now it's time to meet Shelly. Uh, a little more than we already have. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. So before we do the like formal, like, who are you and what do you do? And, you know, what do you like to do when you're not working? (laughs) uh, We wanted to ask you a quick little kind of teaser question, hopefully to get the conversation going, because I like to keep things really, really chill and laid back here at AZ Brandcast. So our question today, because it's so freaking hot, is if you could spend the summer anywhere else other than Phoenix for the whole summer. So think like three months ish, maybe six. I don't know. Where would it be? That is a great question. I actually like the heat. So I'm going to pick a place that's still really sunny, but near the ocean. So okay. I'm going to say maybe Greece. Ooh. I haven't been there yet, but I'm I'm dying to go. And I'm looking at everyone's Instagram and I'm very envious <laughs> of everyone that's like lounging by the water. Yeah. So I'm going to say hopefully next summer I will be in Greece. That's awesome. Mykonos. Yes. And the water is like super blue and clear. It looks at the Mediterranean. crystal clear. Yep. Yeah. Plus, it's just the Mediterranean. So, yeah. yeah. I don't mind the awesome. heat as long as I can just be by like some, some beautiful water. like water. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful yeah. beach. Jump in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't like the water and you just like the heat, I'd recommend Death Valley. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have been wanting to go to Monument Valley. So close. <laughs> yeah. Monument Valley is cool. Is that pretty warm? Is that pretty hot? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it? California? No. It's that... in like Utah, I think. Uh... No. It's, well, it's on like the Arizona-Utah border. You'll oh. see it as you're driving. If you drive, you up definitely the seen middle it in a lot Arizona. of Western movies. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. It's up on the Navajo Reservation, up there in the north eastern corner of Arizona. Does it have a monument? Um, Naturally made, I guess. <laughs> yeah. There's these really cool rock formations, and that's why it's known as Monument Valley. And you can just drive through it. I guess there's a cool road. I, I, I've never been there. It's been on my bucket either. list. For it's a on while, my bucket list. And I haven't made it up there. There's a bunch of beautiful places in northern Arizona that I want to go to. Mm, yeah. Road trip. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. That's right. Easy Brandcast Road Trip. Yeah. Someplace with whiskey. And- <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we'll bring uh, our own. Some great old fashioned. Just in case. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a topic for a different time, Chris. <laughs> I <laughs> think it's a topic for now. Can I have some okay. people on from right. the tribe and talk about. Yeah, we can have a little whiskey conversation. But Mike, where would you go? 
Oh, this, I wasn't ready for this, yeah, Chris. Uh, this is this is what we do um, here. Well, yeah. Okay, I, I would spend it in Colorado. I would be somewhere up in the mountains for the whole summer. I just love it up there. And you just got back nice. from there. I did, yeah. <laughs> I was just up there for a week doing some backpacking. So I'd like to go back. Yeah. <laughs> if I could spend the whole summer there, that'd be great. So, But I like coming back here. You know, like I, I don't think I'd want to relocate up there. Yeah, I'd rather have the best of both worlds. Yeah, you know, spend the winters here, enjoy you know seventy degree weathers and shorts and t shirt on Christmas Day. Mm. Everybody loves that, and then head up to Colorado when you know things start to heat up down here and beat the heat. Leave the scorpions behind. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't need to see any more scorpions. Who does? I I don't know. Someone <laughs> out there probably does, but I don't. So, all right, uh, Chris, your chance. Okay. Where would you uh, where would you want to be? I don't know, like uh the southern hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere you where know, it's winter. Like somewhere where it's yeah, I don't know. You go to Australia so, right now if you want. Yeah. Like the reverse. <laughs> probably like um you know, New Zealand. Okay. That would be beautiful. That's a good pick. Yeah. Like some of the mountains in New Zealand and like do some snowboarding or something. I don't know. That'd be cool. Have some schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back. That's awesome. Exactly. All right, Shelly, let's get to something <laughs> serious here. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing at Dollar Days and kind of what you guys are up to. Um, so, well, lots of great things going on at Dollar Days. I've actually been with the company for, I'd say, about two and a half years now. And mm-hmm. I'm officially the the vice president slash general manager of the business. Um, That's with, awesome. Yeah, thank Congrats. you. Thank you. Yeah, actually, when I started, I was really overseeing merchandising operations. Mm-hmm. Um, and my role is just kind of grown. Um, but really what I focus on mostly is, um, just a lot of the coordination of the teams and the business units and focusing on the merchandising. Um, we're doing a lot of great things with private label and which I I know we'll talk about at some point today and just coordinating. We have a lot of great partnerships. So just maximizing the business, making sure that the teams are all really working together and and really striving towards like Mm. our, our really our ultimate goal and mission of the company. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about that mission. Um, I know there's been kind of some transitions over over the years. I mean, you guys have been around since, what, 2001? Yes. Yeah, so That's awesome. We actually have, yeah, we are definitely, this business has been a pioneer in the e-commerce space. Mm-hmm. So it is a wholesale B2B e-commerce company, um, which has really evolved, though, because when we first started, it was really based on bringing in lots of products. So kind of more of a marketplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, we at some point, I think we had 300,000 plus products. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so there is no doubt you could find everything you could possibly need on our site. But we, and we really catered to small businesses and nonprofits kind of from the beginning. But really when things started to change is when Hurricane um, Katrina happened. Mm. And we started getting inundated with lots of requests from nonprofits and charities um, really needing to secure goods for those um, areas most devastated by the disaster. Hmm. And that really kind of set a new path for the business in terms of, hey, there's a real opportunity to help these organizations. And there's really not a lot of other outlets for them to find goods Um, because everything we do is in small case back sizes um, up to the truckloads. So we can do very large shipments. And... um, wholesale pricing, you know, they could come to us and get much better, you know, pricing on goods that they need um, in bulk quantities. Mm -hmm. So over time, it just started to become something that we began to focus more on and created more national partnerships. Um, Right now, I mean, we've we've been fortunate enough to work with organizations like Salvation Army, United Mm -hmm. Way, you name it. Um, So really kind of set a new pathway for us. 
in the last, I would say, the last year we've made some changes. We moved our office. Yeah. We used to be up in the Scottsdale Air Park. Yeah. Um, which is one. really cool because I could look out my window and see all these jets land and it was really neat. But we definitely outgrew the space. Not only outgrew the space, but we kind of we kind of wanted to update the space. Uh-huh. And so um we found a new office. Um we're over in Phoenix now yeah. on like 44th and Osborne. And um it's a great office. It thank you. Awesome. Yeah, I I was fortunate <clears throat> enough to be able to be a part of that. So got to design the space. That's awesome. And really with the thought process of we wanted to be, you know, much more of like an e-commerce, you know, startup. Um, even kind of like an agency feel, very like open and modern, a lot more collaborative spaces. Mm. Um, you know, you saw it. It's just like a lot of glass and the view is incredible. Like we're overlooking, you know, Camelback Mountain, which is for me, like being from Arizona <laughs> is like a very iconic uh-huh. um, mountain. And um, so it just we just wanted a new space and to just reinvigorate the business and came up with a new tagline. So it's Dollar Days, the brighter way to shop. Mm. Um, and we feel like that really speaks to what we do is we want the shopping process to be easy. And um, we have an amazing customer service team and sales team, and they really have great energy and they have really created very intimate relationships with our customers. So um, we feel like that the brighter way to shop, it embodies what we're doing. And our logo, we have a sun, um, which obviously on the radio you can't see, but um, the sun is kind of our icon. And so everything for us is, you know, just bright and positive and great energy. And it really does embody Arizona. We're really going to stay true to our roots and we love being based and started in Arizona. So after 17 years, um, we're just really excited about the new space um, and and just where we're going. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Chris, what's our next our next discussion point? Yes. So we are interested in um, a little hearing a little more about the your involvement in charities. So you mentioned Hurricane Katrina. You mentioned um, you mentioned some partners that you have, uh, Salvation Army, and um, what are some what's the direction you guys want to take with that? And and is that is that something that you are you looking for more partnerships like that? So yeah, lots of great stuff there. Let's see, we we definitely are getting into new markets because of the request and, and needs of our our partnerships. So disaster relief is definitely one area of the business that we are making sure we have the right products and can mobilize those products. Um, we're actually working with an amazing organization called Good360, and we're part of their organization now and, and providing goods for any time a disaster strikes. So um, when Hurricane Harvey happened last year, they came to us and said, you know, we're really having a hard time finding these specific items. And I think it was mops and mask and bleach and cleaning supplies because of the floods. So mm. You know, they're not an organization that is well equipped to source products. So they look to us to do that for them. We're really kind of the procurement uh, partner for them. And then we have all of our warehouses, you know, strategically located. And just so happens we have quite a few in Texas. So Mm. we are able to mobilize the goods that they needed and warehouse them in our warehouses. And then we also, because obviously we are so in tune with what's happening and we're passionate about what we're doing. Uh, we decided for a week to donate um, 5% of our sales to to them to help them mm-hmm. mobilize their efforts. So wow. helped um, uh, a lot of residences in the Texas area as well as Louisiana. Yep. And I think we raised a little over $30,000 for awesome. them. Yeah, we were really, really excited to be able to do, do a cash donation to them as well as goods. So we yeah. also um, donated quite a, food, okay. uh, quite a few goods to them. And that actually kind of spurred this bigger partnership with them. And they've asked us to be part of their council. And they are 
looking to us now. Actually, we we're working with them now to mobilize more goods. And obviously we know that the hurricane season kicked off on the beginning of June. So luckily there hasn't been any yet, but in the preparedness for that, we are working with them in a strong strategic partnership to have those goods available and and mobilize them in the specific areas in Texas and in Florida. Mm -hmm. So in terms of um, kind of what that sparked, Chris, in terms of like newness for us is disaster relief is an area that we've been supporting, but I think we've kind of taken on a more proactive role in making sure that we have those particular items, um, not just for hurricanes, but for floods and fires. I know if you guys were aware of, you know, everything that went went on in California with the fires and, you know, I, I lived in LA for many years, so I was very, you know, struck by what happened there. And a lot of, you know, my family friends are there. Mm -hmm. And, um, so there's just a lot of different natural disasters that happen that we are putting a lot of energy and focus in. Um, we actually now have a category manager, Matt McKee, who is focused on natural disasters and he's doing a lot of certification so he can become an expert. We definitely listen to our partners and what they need. Um, so that's one area, um, in terms of the, the, just the overall community of partners that we have, like we have some really big national partners, like I mentioned, Salvation Army, United Way. Um, but we're also working with a lot of local, you know, chapters and lot churches and communities. And so we're always looking to expand on that um, by pr- having the right products at the right time at the right price for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing that they love working with us about is that obviously an organization has a, a cause and a mission and they um, they want to focus that. They want to focus the resources that on, you know, funding and, and, and bringing in more donors, but they don't really necessarily have the expertise on the product side and nor do they really have the warehousing space to bring in products. Mm. And, um, what I've learned in my time with dollar days is, um, a lot of these organizations, organizations will get goods donated to them, but it's not the right product. Mm. It's not at the right time. So then they have all this overhead and expenses and warehousing these goods. And oftentimes, you know, there's some stat out there like 80% of donated goods end up in a landfill. Hmm. Don't quote me on that, but that's something that I've heard. (laughs) It's quite a bit. Whatever it is, it's a tremendous amount of products that are just not in the right place at the right time. So what they love working with us is that they don't have to buy inventory. They can literally take our products as a feed Mm. and then put that on their site. And then we can just fulfill the orders as they come in. Hmm. So there's really no overhead for them. There's no cost for them. And we're seeing a lot of organizations really respond to that. So again, like Good360, we provide the majority of the products on their site um, that their network, they can push out to their communities and they can just buy the goods and then they're donated to the local charity of their choice that that is actually identified that that's a need for them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. It's a really interesting business model. There's mm-hmm. really no one doing no. it like that. Um, it's like a just-in-time charity, <laughs> charity model, like like for charities, right? Yeah, it's for like, charities like that… Del. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's they basically have a need, and it might be a year round need, it might be a seasonal need, or it might be an event based need. Uh, right now, we're in the heart of our season, which is back to school. Mm. So there's a lot of backpack drives going on. We have some events, local events, actually going on right now. We have uh, the back to school clothing drive that is putting together backpacks or doing a backpack uh, packing party. And actually oh, cool. part of our mm. team was there this morning at 7 a.m. unloading all the goods um, that they procured from us, school supplies and backpacks. And so they're unpacking everything. And in the morning they'll do the pack packing party. And then on Saturday they'll give them out to all the kids. That's so awesome. um, just, I mean, it, it just really resonates with what we do. Um, we're really active in the community. Um, a lot of great partners in Phoenix as well. That's really cool. Speaking of Phoenix, Mike, if you don't mind me. No, go for it. <laughs> So, so Arizona, right? So we're the AZ Brandcast, and um, one of the 
Uh, one of the things we're always interested in hearing from our guests is what do you think is the, what is the good and bad about doing business in Arizona? Um, and from your point of view, being the kind of company you guys are, you know, having kind of like having a um, kind of a, you know, um, you provide products, uh, but then you also have um, kind of a heart, your business with a heart, right? So, so what is so from that point of view, what's, what's so good about Arizona? You know, and what kind of is bad? <laughs> well, I think I have a, a maybe a different perspective. I was born and raised here, uh, went to Mountain View High School, went to Arizona State, graduated. And honestly, I couldn't wait to get to California. <laughs> yeah. I always wanted to live in California yeah, growing we all, up. We all know that person. <laughs> so I, I did. I, I spent 17 years in L.A. and worked in a couple different industries, mostly the fashion industry, e-commerce marketing, and spent a lot of time uh, working in New York. So great cities, vivacious, mm -hmm. you know, just a lot of expansion. Um, and then had the opportunity to move back to Phoenix about five years ago. You know, like I mentioned, we were, our office was in Scottsdale and then we moved to Phoenix uh, last May, um, our office. And we got, we started uh, a great partnership with the city of Phoenix mm -hmm. and they have been wonderful. They have completely embraced us, welcomed them with, you know, welcomed us in with open arms and introduced us to lots of organizations, mm. businesses and nonprofits and charities. And I'd have to say one of the things that I love most about being in Arizona is it's just such a friendly and collaborative environment. Mm. Um, I mean, from my experience, like we'll meet partners and then next thing I'll know, I'll get emails from lots of other people just inquiring about us. That, oh, I was just met with so-and-so and they were talking about dollar days. <laughs> and it's definitely like a very like close knit net, uh, environment and community and people really just embrace you and want to recommend you and refer you to other partners. So I would say that that's a little bit different than LA um, in New York. And I, I found it to be super refreshing. And, um, I think we're just starting to skin the surface. I know dollar days has been in the business, um, here for 17 years, but I feel like we're just starting to really get connected. We've definitely as a company made it our goal to be more rooted in the community. We have committed the company itself to a program called donation days where each one of our employees is given two full days, uh, paid off to go, um, and encouraged to go and volunteer in their mm. community. And, that, you know, for their choice, you know, find something that you're passionate about and spend your time, um, paid and, uh, during the work week and go get involved. We mm. really want to, um, embody what we're, what we're doing with the partners that we're working with. So in terms of, um, negatives, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I know of any negatives. I think that, um, for Phoenix being maybe in the top five now in terms of, you know, metropolitan size, mm -hmm. I think it's just, um, a great time to be here. I think more organizations and businesses are moving here. So there's a lot more opportunity. I think that's helping maybe with the workforce in terms of finding talent. Hmm. Um, I think more and more people are, are looking to move here. And I think maybe that might have been a challenge in the past, but I feel like more, more organizations are being here. I think, you know, the tax benefits of being in Arizona, the cost of living is better. I know for me, I was living in Manhattan <laughs> Beach and my rent was sky high. Yeah. And one of the perks of moving to Arizona is I could buy a house. Yep. Um, yep. So the cost of living, the benefit of living in Arizona, I think is attracting, you know, great talent. Mm. We also just obviously are getting more um, familiar with the landscape and the partners here, but we're also uh, a part of an organization called Galvanize, mm -hmm. um, which we're really excited about. And that's just wanting to be part of this kind of the, the you know, the, innovation that's happening in Phoenix and more of the startups that are happening here. And I know that I read some stat where this is one of the, the best startup cities mm. um, um, in the United States right now. So yep. I think for from that standpoint, 
you know, I just think it's going to get better and better. That's awesome. I don't, know, I don't know if the weather is going to get better yeah. in the summer. We can't help that. But no. <laughs> no. <laughs> other than that, I, I feel like it's a really great place to be. And yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't reached 117 yet, or have we? No. Uh, was that? Yeah, pretty I think close. It was yesterday, it was <laughs> close, I think. <laughs> the sound engineer is nodding. Like. Yeah. <laughs> close, close enough. Yeah. yeah. But we haven't done 120. This well, they were, year. they were taught like last Not year. It was yet. like, can the plane even take off? Uh-huh. You know, with some of those models, I think it, I think it was a yeah. Bombardier yeah. or something that couldn't quite yeah. take off. And that. <laughs> you're scaring all the out of towners. <laughs> They're yeah. all like, what are you, what, why? Why do you live there? <laughs> yeah. Great air sound engineer is going to have to. Just, but you like, know what? There's no racist. There's no hurricanes. True. You know, yep. there's there's no earthquakes. Last time I checked, we haven't had a fire on the side of a hill yet. There's haboobs. There are haboobs, which, in addition to being cool. interesting, is super fun to say. Yeah, they are. They're pretty cool. <laughs> They're a fun one. So, okay, yeah. right. enough enough of that. Enough of that tomfoolery. <laughs> all right, um, Mike. Um, what what what's your yeah? Answer? So, I think this is uh, this plays off of actually that conversation. So we talked about kind of where where you guys are feeling like Arizona's at and all the positives that it's been for dollar days, which is awesome. It's really encouraging to hear. And I think I, I, that would resonate with my experience here that just things have gotten better and like the workforce is booming and there's really cool companies coming here, um, which I think is better for everybody. And uh, there's some cool stuff going on. But in light of that, are there other types of companies or industries that you think, Hey, like let's see more of that here in Arizona? Like that would be a great fit here. I mean, that's a great question. I I mean, my background's really e-commerce and marketing, mm-hmm. um, apparel. I just saw um, yesterday this line, Gwynny B okay. um, is based in New York and they're coming out here and they're opening this huge fulfillment center. Hmm. And so I think, you know, I was looking at, look, kind of looking into that. It seems like this is, you know, in terms of real estate, you know, a great investment. It's, it seems like it's, you know, cost-wise, um, definitely more affordable. Um, so I would say, obviously we know the presence Amazon has here with fulfillment, but definitely organizations that have, you know, the fulfillment side of the business, definitely a great place to be. Um, we've got definitely the workforce, um, to support it. Lots of available land, you know, obviously we're, (laughs) we're a sprawling city. Um, so there's definitely opportunity for that. You know, I, I, I would say that this is a great place for anything creative too. I came from LA there. Obviously there's a huge <laughs> movie studio industry there, but maybe there's opportunity for more of that here. And um, again, anything that just really needs just land, you know, fulfillment space or warehouse space, I think that would be a great opportunity. And then again, just like I said, like a lot of startups are coming here mm. and I think the innovation is key. Again, working with the city of Phoenix, you know, they're really looking to bring in top companies yeah. and, um, you know, we work with Hank Williams over there and just what they're doing from a strategic, you know, development standpoint is really impressive. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I've, I've seen that, especially in the last like five years, there's just the cities and the state itself. Uh, the different government entity, entities have been just really open and, and wanting to accept new companies coming in. And, you know, just my involvement with a lot of startups around town and the community of startups here, like it's really just really cool to watch like and see how that's that's not just something that's happening. It's something that's being like initiated. Absolutely. Uh, which is really cool. So yeah. that's cool. So what kinds of, so building off of that, can you also think of any, any companies that would find 
particular inspiration here? Like, you know, I don't know. Is it sunshine? Is it scorpions? I don't know. Is it cowboys? <laughs> You're stuck on you scorpions. Know? <laughs> I know. I, I love them. They're, they're my muse. But, um, and so <laughs> this, this is from the guy from Oregon. So it's all going to make sense here. <laughs> it's like scorpions. Wow. <laughs> Us natives are like, uh, I know. it's like, but it's fascinating. You take a black light outside oh, and no. then you just like, and some salad tongs, which is my <laughs> weapon of choice. And I like to capture them alive. Yeah. So then throw them in together. I'm, I'm not much for scorpion catching. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, yeah, there's, I mean, if you think about it, like in terms of like lifestyle, I mean, we have every major sport, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'm a big sports avid fan, you know, and then like spring training, like that time of year is just, there's a buzz here. And then I see like, I live like in the Arcadia area and there's so many new restaurants going up and and bars going up and shopping and retail. Like it's a, it's an exciting time to be here. It's kind yeah. of like, you know, and you're seeing like this revitalization and gentrification in a lot of cool areas. I find that super inspiring, like in the Phoenix area and some of the historic areas, like a lot of home building, a lot of restoration. You know, I just, I just, I think it's getting to actually have a vibe, which I think <laughs> maybe we didn't always have. I don't know. No, I think it's been a while since we've had a vibe. <laughs> but I love it. I love going downtown Phoenix and I love seeing just a lot of like the, the wall art and just all mm. these cool places going up. There's this place called Churchill. I don't know if you guys have heard mm-hmm. of it, but it's this really cool like retail location where they're building the whole space out of containers. Ooh. A lot of local companies are going in there, like State 48. You know, okay. a lot of really cool local brands awesome. are going in there. I cannot wait to check that out. That yeah. should be opening up in the next few weeks. Okay. Um, so I just think there's like a cool vibe happening. You know, there's like the music venues, like the Van Buren, and it's attracting a lot of cool talent. And from music to sports, lifestyle, shopping, I mean great weather nine months out of the year yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. i don't true. know what more you could ask for <laughs> low yeah. cost of living you know yeah yeah lots of sunshine great sunshine yeah. beautiful sunsets lots of hiking beautiful sunsets every single night that's gorgeous it's yeah. like it's every gorgeous. single night it's like a new sky lights beautiful up. sunset this is officially the arizona hype episode <laughs> like this is like we're this is awesome it, it, no it, like it's, hyping but it's cool yeah thank you you know and yes yeah absolutely yeah a lot no, of great things cool. going on. I mean, I, I see it and just things are opening up and, you know, my friends that come to visit, they're like, wow, I had no idea. It's so cool here. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, they're not is. here in the summer visiting me. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, you don't invite them out then. Yeah, I don't. That would just don't ruin even everything. Bother. But, well, I mean, I have a pool. So. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and I have done so many staycations this summer. It's hmm. insane. Like, literally every weekend's been like almost a staycation. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a ton of great like resorts and, and cool oh, yeah. like small hotels. Great deals. And great deals in the summer. Yeah. The kids um, can swim. You can here. lay out. Yep. Swim up bar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Some of them have like, I mean, if you've got kids, they've got awesome like whole like lazy rivers and slides and, you know, fake beaches i'm all about the lazy river and the fake beach yeah (laughs) there's there's so much great things about the city too is for me personally is like living in la like commuting to work an hour Mm. hour and a half each way like i don't have to get on a freeway here to go to the office yeah like there is something to be said for that there is (laughs) well i get on the freeway but you drive like 150 miles an hour so you're like (laughs) You're not going the speed limit <laughs> unless you want to get run over. And we're a great like like center point, right? Like I yes. just went to Palm Springs this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was there in three and a half hours. The weekend before I went to mm-hmm. Sedona to go to some of the wineries. Hour and a half, I'm in some wineries, yep. you know. I travel a lot for work. I'm at the airport in 15 minutes. Get in and out of Sky Harbor so easy. Yep. Just a great, just a great city. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I concur. 
<laughs> you know, you know, you know what's the best? What's the best, Chris? I'll I'll say what's the best before we go on. Um, the best is flying in from the East Coast at like five p.m. in the yeah. summer. I don't care how hot it is; the sky is so beautiful. <clears throat> you're coming from a place that's like humid and jungly because you're in Kentucky or whatever. <laughs> you may have just had some great whiskey, but I mean that's beside the point. You know, I mean you fly into Phoenix in your home. Well, you I just look- flew in from yeah, I just flew in from D.C. I was in D.C. for a little bit. Ooh, um, and woo. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's happy to go there. We had some great meetings um, with some of our partners like Toys for Tots and Good 360. So it was a really great trip. But I got off the plane there and I literally was like, I was wet, like dripping. Yeah. Like I was just yeah. like, I got to probably change before I go to a meeting. Like it was, it was pretty brutal. It's, yeah. No, thank you. So you know. I know it's such a cliche thing to say, but I will take this dry heat <laughs> over dry. anything. Yeah. You know, I was lucky enough to go. I would, I think I was telling you that, uh, Mike, that I just got, we went to China. Yeah. And, um, I mean, again, super humid and a city full of a lot of people. Yes. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> a lot of people. So to be in Arizona, it's hot. We get it, but yeah. I'll take the dry heat. Yeah. Any day. Yeah, and I don't feel like, I mean, yeah, we're we're growing, and and that does mean a little bit more congestion and more people, and and sometimes I think that's actually good. I think that's good for Phoenix, but uh, for the most part, like people aren't like stacked on top of each other, and you know, it's not like that New York feel where like you're kind of just always jostling, you know, you're always trying to like kind of make your own space. Like Some open kinda, spaces here, yeah, yeah. there's mm-hmm. open spaces and. You know, if you want to live on an acre outside of town, you can go do that. Or you can live in like really urban area and you can, you know, live around and and have lots of people around you and have that experience too. I think it's it's really cool how there's these different ways in which people want to live. There's a lot of variety. Phoenix really caters to almost all of them. All these urban lofts that they're developing and yeah. Yeah. Downtown Phoenix has just been blowing up. It's been really cool to watch. So. Despite some of the old buildings coming down, which is a little sad. But mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever they my, can do to, to not tear those down and just repurpose them. And they're, I think people are trying. Bring them back to life. I, I, they're trying. I, yeah. but I love the vintage aspect of that. Change is going to happen at some point, too. So I'm excited. There, uh, one of the coolest things I think that's happening in Phoenix uh, is there's a grocery store going into downtown. Right yep. on First in Washington for the first time in like 25 or 30 years. Which is crazy. By the what's it called? That office? The department. The department. By the yep, department. Right across That's the street. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah. So for the first time, you can live in downtown Phoenix, like downtown proper, and you can actually shop for groceries food. right there. You don't have to go like four or five miles out of your way. So it's crazy. It might actually become a walking city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They need a few we more sunshades. <laughs> we need more sunshades. Oh, yeah. That's all, or tree, or just like I a big know. air conditioner, just kind of blows across. <laughs> citywide air conditioner. Well, like uh, Google tried out. What was that? Citywide like Wi-Fi. Dome. We should do citywide air conditioning. A dome. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, the dome, dome idea. Dome. <laughs> <laughs> actually, would be really cool. <laughs> can, can it be like like Chase? Yeah, I was uh, just gonna say it has to have a retractable roof. <laughs> yeah, um, as long as it protects you from asteroids. <laughs> As well. Man, you asked for a lot, Chris. <laughs> you asked UV, for a lot. UV coating, you know, yeah, you... T- tinted, tinted uh, dome. <laughs> uh, we can do that after they build it, just like your car aftermarket. It's way cheaper that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Except for you don't want those. Adopters. You don't want those bubbles. You don't want those bubbles though. If you do it wrong, because <laughs> that'd just be embarrassing. 
just that, pic- that, that would picturing hurt the you at the dome, that would like at the, the edge of the dome, like scraping the bubbles like out. Like a big giant me. Yeah, a big giant you. Squeegee. All right. So uh, kind of our last discussion thing was just kind of find out like what fun projects or new initiatives or partnerships that you guys are working on that you want to highlight. Kind of give us a little inside look into what's going on at Dollar Days. Yeah, and you guys already kind of answered a lot of that already because <laughs> apparently you're so excited about it. Um, but maybe, um, maybe what's your, if you can't think of any more, maybe think of your absolute favorite one and just kind of like what you hope happens. Ooh. Oh. Chris, you're good at these. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Well, I think I, I did mention um, that we started our own private, private label lines. Mm. Um, I'm super excited about uh, a couple of them. So the first one was forward backpacks. Okay. Just based on, again, like the years of doing this and our partners and getting feedback from them, um, so many of them need backpacks and they need them at a, a really great price. Mm-hmm. So we decided to create our own private label line and our um, backpacks started, I think, I think 250 um, which is insane. I mean, mm. it's, you can buy a backpack for less than a cup of coffee. That's, that is insane. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, and we wanted to, we wanted to make a really great bag, a quality bag, a retail ready bag. It's got, um, label on the front. It's got a hang tag. And mm. I'm really excited about this initiative because it was definitely, um, a big investment for us mm. and we are close to being 80% sold out. That's for awesome. the season. So yeah, I'm really excited about it. Because what that really means is that then we get to go and reinvest and make it a bigger program for mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. So we're going to expand the line, more styles, more SKUs. Um, and then again, we get to to go out there and market to more of our partners. And ultimately, more kids have a backpack mm-hmm. for school. So I, I'm super passionate about that. Um, the other line that we did, which is kind of in relationship to that, is called Big Box, which is bulk school supplies. Mm-hmm. And we started this a couple of years ago. Um, actually, I was a teacher for a minute. My sister-in-law is a teacher <laughs> in Houston. And um, we obviously all see the news and how much mm-hmm. teachers are spending out of their own pockets mm-hmm. to fund their classrooms. So we wanted to come up with a line that was really affordable and they could buy these, you know, everyday supplies in bulk. Mm-hmm. So we're actually expanding that line. Um, right now we have like nine, nine styles. And okay. I think hopefully by next year we'll have 30 styles. So we think this has just so much opportunity. And again, it's helping teachers and organizations um, have those, you know, the most essential school supplies, you know, the most basic things kids needs, you know, need in school. So love that, love that we're helping so many kids yeah. um, and we're going to grow this um, and make it something even bigger. That's so the awesome. private label something is like we're very excited about. Yeah. That's a big opportunity. I love to how it more. dovetails into your guys' like kind of core purpose. You know, it's it's not just like, oh, there's this opportunity in the market and we're going to go, you know, create a private label line because it's going to make us tons of money. But it's like, no, there's, there's these very particular specific needs. And, then, you know, in some cases not being met at all. And you guys are chasing that, which is well, really cool. we often hear from some of our partners before they discovered us. Like we asked them, like, where were you? You know, you've been doing this backpack drive <laughs> for quite some time. Where have you been getting your products? And, you know, it's kind of the usual suspects, um, mm-hmm. you know, some of the bigger big box retailers. And um, but it's like, why why spend, you know, nineteen ninety nine on one bag when you yep. can buy a case pack of twenty four at, you know, two fifty a bag? Yep. You know, think how much more you can buy. You can really stretch your donation dollars and help so many more kids. Yep. So it's, you know, it, and we love it. Um, people that, you know, end up buying from us, we do give them 5% back mm-hmm. um, and a merchandise credit to the charity of their choice. That's so cool. it's kind of a win-win. Yeah. Um, we also have a wish list, which 
we're really excited about expanding on. So nonprofit, you know, like we mentioned, like I was discussing earlier, they have specific needs and so they can create their own wish list um, and and really use the products that we provide and say, you know, we need a hundred sleeping bags. We need a hundred blankets and they can create their own wish list and send that out to their network. Um, So really make sure that they get the right product um, at the right time at the right price. That's awesome. So you got excited because I thought you you were talking about a wish list for new kinds of products. Mm, that's a different kind of wish list. That's no. Oh, uh, yeah, but I was we we like, yeah, we would love that though, and we do. Like we definitely are listening to our customers, and based on what you know, just being doing this for seventeen years, a lot of what we've developed is just listening to the customer and what their needs are. Yep. But I like that idea. I think yeah. that I've seen that too, where you can be like, you know, if we were going to develop a blanket, like which color, or if we're yeah. going to develop a you know a sleeping bag, like you know. How, what degrees do you need Scorpion that? Scorpion repellent. Well, when you, when, when, you know, Mike, when With you're... With a camelback, so you don't get dehydrated. <laughs> you're, stuck, when you're, Chris, you're stuck, Well, <laughs> it sounds like, too, for you, Mike, when you're camping yeah. in the Colorado Rockies, yeah. you know, it was like, do you need it to be below 40 degrees? Yeah. You know, so yes. I do, yeah, I think I think that would actually help. Is You know, we're listening. We, we want to hear more from our customers and what they need because that's really what we're doing is just servicing, yeah. you know, their efforts and their mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great lesson too. Uh, just like doing business well means just doing good, right? Mm-hmm. Like taking care of people, listening, yeah. We're trying having to do empathy. more good, the right products, yeah. um, just to do, you know, provide those goods to the community. That's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, we're getting ready to move into, you know, back to school is a big season for us, um, but we're also getting ready to move into, I know it's too hot to think about, <laughs> but we're thinking, you know, we're moving into winter. So yeah. um, our next big initiatives are, you know, community outreach, homeless shelters. Yep. Um, so we provide a lot of blankets and um, sleeping bags, hygiene kits, a lot of winter mm-hmm. accessories and winter wear. And we we actually developed a private label line for that called Wolf. So That's our Wolf awesome. collection is really going to cater to those um, community outreach efforts. That's awesome. Super excited about that launch. That's very cool. Coming next month. That's awesome. <laughs> Coming yeah. soon. Cool. We'll be looking out for that. Yeah. Shelly, thank you so much for coming on. This has just been an awesome conversation. Oh, this is super fun for me. Thank good. you for having me. I'm so glad. We actually still have a few more minutes. So we should, let's, let's utilize the time that we've got. So first, let me just open it up and just say, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, and any feelings, any other feelings you have about Arizona um, <laughs> uh, or scorpions, whiskey or um, haboobs? Haboobs. <laughs> just keep coming back. It's hard, still, it's hard dot, to dot, say dot, that because I always feel like I'm going to say it yeah, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that ginormous uh, sandstorm that storm? hit the what, dust what storm. What is a dust storm? <laughs> it's a for, dust storm. For people here. It's just dust. It's just a dust storm. Yeah. just It's a wall of dust that's about to envelop you and yeah. give you a giant dirty hug. Without the benefit of, and sometimes comes with thunderstorms, right? Sometimes you'll get a thunderstorm that follows after it, but no rain because that would... That would actually well, clean out the air. Yeah, that would that would be cool asking too off. much. Yeah, so asking we, too we, much of Arizona. We get some. We've had some good storms this year with some good rain. Yeah, it's been it's, surprising. It's true, but yes, for those of the uninitiated, Huboob is just a giant dust storm. <laughs> yeah, so we could think of a better name. To be honest, though, I, I it's yeah. just we're all children and we just keep like saying Huboob. <laughs> we're all teenage boys and. Yeah. It's funny. I feel like that word really only cropped up in like the last like seven, eight years here. I, I don't remember like I said, that I, word I was born up. and raised here, left here after college. I had no, I had never experienced no. it. 
I'm trying to think like, is unless there... it was something that like we just didn't have the name for it, but I don't remember that growing up. I think at it all. just got called like a monsoon storm or a dust storm. Yeah, I'm I just thinking think people there... called it by that term a syllabic benefit. Like, is it actually fewer syllables? Say haboob. No, dust storm. No, haboob. No, no, they're monsoon. Both... <laughs> they're, yeah, they're all two, man. <laughs> so, like, what's the benefit of haboob? <laughs> I I think it's literally the the inner junior high boy. I mean, I mean, that everyone. I, I can think of no other explanation. Yeah. I mean, it's actually Arabic. That's okay. what it comes from. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So, like, that's the term if you're in. Is it a Gulf War thing? Like, people came Saudi, back. And maybe. Now it's like we're all That'd like, be interesting. You know, There's a good market research. Interesting test right phenomenon. There. Okay, I'm going to bring you off of the Haboob yeah. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly's like, I'm done. <laughs> This, I, I can, I can, I can, I can, you know, we have a few more minutes, so I can talk about some, some <laughs> yeah, fun yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, coming yeah. up. I got some fun stuff. Yeah, I was buying you time. more. I was buying you time. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us more, Shelly. Um, so some fun stuff coming up for us. Like I mentioned, we're getting really involved in more of the local nonprofits here, but in local businesses. So we're partnering with a really cool, yummy sandwich place called Even Stevens. I don't Ooh, know if you guys yeah. have eaten there. Yeah, yeah. The food is amazing, but we absolutely love what they're doing. Um, we actually participated in social media day mm. and got a chance to sponsor the lunch, um, with even Stevens and then learn more about their organization. So they have about, uh, I think nine different locations in the Valley and each one of their, um, stores gets to pick four local charities that they want to sponsor. Mm. So I don't know if you know the concept, but it's buy a sandwich, give a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what they do is, um, they actually donate the ingredients in the food to a food bank. Um, so they match that, which I think is just a great cause, mm-hmm. you know, but they also have four different um, specific nonprofits that they partner with. Okay. And so what we decided to do was do what we're calling the sandwich series. And we're going to have even Stevens come in with those four partners. So we're going to do it over a course of a couple months and they're going to come in and bring those four nonprofits. And we're going to do what we call lunch and learns in our organization and have our teams get to learn more about what they're doing. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, And it's going to be just a matter of like us learning more about their cause, their missions, and then hopefully for our teams to be able to say, oh, you know, that's something I want to get involved in. Mm -hmm. You know, use one of your donation days and and go and volunteer um, to support that that cause, that mission. So we're doing a, a sandwich series um we'll be promoting that too across all of our our social media um platforms um and you know we're 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 putting much more emphasis on social media um that's something in the last year that we wanted to you know really embrace um we feel like it's really in tune obviously with you know community and um referrals and um just networking and um so we're really excited about that program that we're doing and um Stay tuned and join our social media platforms so you can learn more about what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing a little plug. Our yeah, social media specialist is here, and she's kind of yeah. giving me the eye, like, "Hey." Yeah. So, um, yeah, but you'll actually on our social media platforms, we do a lot of partnerships, so a lot of sweepstakes, um, contests. Mm. Um, we're getting ready for National uh, Nonprofit Day. We're going to be giving away a thousand dollars sweepstakes. So nice. you come and you nominate uh, a nonprofit. Okay. And, um, so that'll be, that'll be really exciting. Um, but again, just to be getting more rooted in, and, uh, the community, we also have a really great, uh, partner coming to do a lunch and learn called first, um, local first yep. AZ, which yep. we love those guys and what they're yeah, doing they're over awesome. there. Yeah. We mm-hmm. actually got to meet with them and learn more about the benefits of buying local. Mm-hmm. I was completely blown away by the benefits of doing that. So we wanted to bring them in to speak to our team and our mm-hmm. company and, 
if you haven't checked them out, please do. They're yeah. a great organization. They're really embodying what's happening um, in the Valley, like we've been talking yeah. about. And I went up and um, went to their website website and um, joined. Basically, I'm a, I'm a localist. Uh-huh. It, and it only cost me $10 a month, which yeah. I'm happy to to give them my $10. So I encourage you to go to their website and um, see what they're doing. They're doing some really amazing things in the community. Yeah, we've been, my Resound, our agency has been, been a member for a few years now. And it's been just a great opportunity and resource for us to just get more plugged into the community here. We've, we've just seen a lot of benefit through what they're doing and the initiatives that they're putting on. I'm really excited. I know they've got a lot of new initiatives coming out, especially for business owners or people in leadership and businesses. Um, to just get more connected and understand kind of what is the community here and how can we support each other and and really, you know, even shop local at a business to business level. Um, the shop local to me, obviously, that's kind of been a buzzword, um, but mm-hmm. to actually like hear from them exactly what they're doing and what it means yep. and how buying locally really supports so many different I mean, it just, it, it's kind of like this domino effect. And I was, I was really surprised. So I definitely encourage people to check them out and learn more about what they're doing. And then it, it definitely brought awareness to me to all the different companies in Arizona mm-hmm. that I wasn't even aware of. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like office supplies, you know, we buy from some of the nationally known brands, you know, brand name uh, retailers, but yeah. there's definitely some companies locally that I'm like, we should be buying from them. Like, yeah. I mean, they're literally too very close to us. So I definitely encourage that. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And we've been been doing stuff like uh, working with the Phoenix Business Journal. Mm-hmm. And um, they just had a nonprofit summit on Friday that we went to. Okay. And it was really great getting to meet. I mean, some of the nonprofits, obviously, we work with already, but getting to meet just a lot of new ones. Um, so it was really a, a just a collaboration of business and nonprofits in the community. So that's very cool. Yeah. A lot yeah. of ways you can get involved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are. <clears throat> that's interesting. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of that sounds like the conscious capitalism stuff, you mm-hmm. know, that we talk about. And so, you know, there's, there's always that question about how do, how does business, how do you divide that with a company? You know, so like Milton Friedman's the, the one extreme where he's like, businesses should never spend business money for nonprofits. That should always be the individuals, right? The shareholders. And, and, but now we're, we're kind of coming kind of a, we have a few minutes left. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so, so what do you, what do you think? I mean, obviously you guys are kind of taking that approach of, you know, we're, we even pay our employees to go and volunteer, you know? Well, I think you know, because we're really, we believe in what we're doing and we're passionate about the causes of our partners and we're equally passionate as individuals. So we really want to encourage that with our employees. Um, and for us, it's, you know, we have a lot of businesses that buy for us that are donating to nonprofits. So, you know, it's, it's, it's Mm -hmm. a partnership across the board, really. Mm -hmm. Um, we have a lot of, of the local banks that come to us. They do a lot of back to school clothing drives, um, backpack Mm -hmm. parties, and so, you know, we're, we're kind of supporting each other in those efforts. And, um, you know, we try to do everything we can for our customers. Um, we try to get them the best prices. Um, we do free shipping for them. Um, so, again, I think we just feel like we're all in this together. And, you know, we love doing more good, you know, for the community. Mm-hmm. And the partners that, that we work with, you know, have the same, same mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's that kind of win-win-win model, right? Like when we all help each other, we all win. It's not this like zero sum game where someone has to lose when someone else wins. It's the myth of the fixed size pie. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of like when we talk about conscious capitalism, that's a lot of really what the discussion is about. Mm. It's like, yeah, if you see the world as this kind of black and white fixed size pie that um, it's so funny because it's like if you've been in business at all for any length of time, you realize like 
this creates wealth. Like mm-hmm. this is creating like value uh, for each other and oftentimes exponentially than what you started with, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's not a fixed size pie. Yeah, it's like the the rising rising tide really does lift mm-hmm. all all the ships. Yep. So, I mean, I think you guys with Dollar Days are just such a great example of that, of just like taking care of all of your stakeholders and how that like means that everyone does better, right? Your partners, you guys, your employees. That's definitely what we're like, striving for yeah. as a team, um, just within the company, you know, really, like you said, encouraging our employees to get out there. We want them to be passionate about it. And then once they come back, like they've been on the ground, like they've been a part of something. And I think that they're more excited and more invigorated about what they're doing. Yep. Yeah. I, I can definitely attest to that. I think, you know, just in my own experience and then companies that I've worked with, like when employees are engaged with like some sense of like, this is beyond just like making a dollar. you know even if it's just making a dollar for myself right like getting my salary getting to take care of my family like when there's something beyond that like we all get more bought in and we feel better about the work we're doing and we see the purpose behind it we go oh wow this is something i really want to invest my time and energy in and feel responsibility for Mm -hmm. and when that stuff isn't there like man how much harder is it to get up in the morning and you know, grab that cup of coffee and get to work. Yeah, it feels, it does, does feel good. And, you know, we, we actually put this survey on our site. So after someone purchases and I read all, I read all the feedback. Mm. There's so much positive feedback that comes back from our partners that are like, you know, Frank who manages Mm. Salvation Army, like, you know, I mean, it's, it is like, Frank goes above and beyond. Frank's amazing. I mean, it's just, it just doesn't end. And it's like, I send these off to, you know, the different team members and I'm like, Mm -hmm. you can tell there's a real passion there. You yeah. know, that, that's not because you just want to get a paycheck. It's no. because they care, you yeah. know, and they've been working with a lot of these organizations for years. Yeah. So they do know them by first name. You yeah. know, they do know what their needs are. They can say, hey, I know what, I know what you bought last year, you know, and how did that work out? And what can we do this year? And how can we make it a bigger, you know, back mm-hmm. to school drive? So it's, it's definitely rewarding on, on all, all, all the different levels. That's for awesome. Sure. Well, and it, I think it's, it, I mean, it's even more than that too, I think, because um, I don't know, have you heard that that's study by Arthur C. Brooks, where um, it was, it was that, it was that whole, you know, he started out thinking, well, you have to have money before you give money, mm. you know, like, you know, like charity money. Um, and this applies to volunteer work as well. He's, he had, you know, in, in his study, the people who gave, um, whether they had money or they didn't have extra money, they gave anyway. Uh, they made, um, I think they, they had an extra for every one, $1 was like an extra $100 at the end of the year or something hmm. like that. I can't remember what it was, but it was statistically attributable to, to whatever they gave. And um, it applied to volunteer work as well. And so it was really, it's really interesting to see how, um, you know, and part of the case is that psychologists tell us that when we do things like that, then, you know, it, it, it just like multiplies something in our heart. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know, maybe we have like good vibes to share with everybody. And they like, like, we want to work with you, you know, and give you our money. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but there's something like there's something kind of, you know, well, you're you're bought in. Right. Absolutely. Like you're bought in at a different level when you give. I, I'm, I, you know, regardless of what the specifics of like, well, how does that pan out on the back end? Like, how does that create more value? Right. For yourself? You know, it's the whole like give to get, which I think is overplayed and maybe a little too simplistic, but because um, you can certainly approach that with the wrong attitude and just say, well, I'm just giving to get stuff. And that doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, but hardly anybody's going to be like, but when you, you know, give, you end up getting right. Mm-hmm. And 
I think some of that is also just like you you feel more bought in to whatever that initiative was that you gave to or however the 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 means by which you did that, you know, like when an employee gets to spend their day volunteering, that intrinsically not maybe for everybody, but I would say for most people it makes you go, "Wow, I really appreciate this day that I was given." It's getting paid for by my employer to give back to something I really care about. And that makes you that just it gives you a sense of buy-in that you don't get if you don't have like a sense of like I have a purpose here and I know what I'm doing and I know what we're doing as a whole. Well, that's interesting. So that that kind of goes back to the leadership thing, right? Mm-hmm. The company leadership and the company saying, you know what, um, we're going to take the lead on this. We're mm-hmm. not telling you you have to go on your own time volunteer. We're just going to give you a taste because we because that's what we care about. Yep. And we we saw that really a lot of our employees were actually already volunteering their time on the weekends. There's a lot of opportunity to volunteer on the weekends. And we just said, you know what, we, we want to encourage that too. Yep. But why not as an organization, you know, provide at least two full days, yeah. you know, um, and we encourage them to do more. So, but um, it's, you know, like I said this morning, we had, you know, big, big part of our team at 7am, you know, packing and unpacking school supplies and getting ready for a big event. So, awesome. um, and then they come in and, you know, they're, they're excited to start yeah, the day. They're energized. And yeah. There's they're a purpose in it and a cause and a mission. So yep, exactly. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. So I think we've got time for maybe like one more quick question. Now, Chris, do you have anything off the top of your head? Not involving scorpions. Okay. No, not, in, not involving scorpions. What about the rock band, the Scorpions? <laughs> You're pushing it now. No, wait, was it Final Countdown? That <laughs> final was Final Countdown. That was Europe, not Scorpions. Was that Europe? I don't yeah. remember. No, I think it was Europe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know, favorite 80s band. <laughs> what is your favorite 80s band? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So the, 80, the 80s we're is the... We're pulling I from mean, the deep archive. I mean, okay. We're going to have to go there. Not that you were alive then. Because <laughs> you never want to assume a woman was alive in the 80s. The 80s is right? definitely my era. <laughs> my daughter just had her uh, 11th birthday party, and okay. it was an 80s themed skateland party. That's awesome. Around. Yeah, it was super that's, cool. That's class. <laughs> that, that shows that you raised her right, and she has a good cultural foundation, <laughs> cultural education. Yes, yes, for sure. I probably have to say there's a couple Cure. Pesh mode. Mm, oh wow! Okay. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Maybe the Smiths. Yeah, it's a little too melancholy. But um, <laughs> you just <laughs> named Susie all the bands the I listened to. Yeah. Um, yep. Sex Pistols. New Order. Wow. New Order. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Echo and the Bunny Man. <laughs> I could keep going. <laughs> There's some punk in your background. <laughs> there was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Echo and yeah. the Bunny Man. I tried to yeah. like them, but it was just like they had like one good song I liked. Bring on the dancing horses. Is that that one? Yeah. Bring on the, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Boingo, was, boingo. Yep. Never got into them. It was the Smiths <laughs> for me. Yeah. 80s. Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't discovered punk rock quite yet. I was all about REM. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was a big REM fan. Yeah. I tried to like them more too. Still but didn't yeah. work out. Yeah. Especially <laughs> 80s REM is like, yeah. Like that, that, that really kind of alternative grungy. I mean, they weren't really grunge, but they kind of had this like more, Dirty sound in the eighties coming out of Atlanta and mm-hmm. kind of like, oh yeah, South meets like alternative rock. It was really cool. Yeah, it was a good sound. They had a point of view. And Michael Stipe doesn't, sure. you know, nothing you he said or saying you could you could actually understand. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> he I, just mumbled his way through every song. There's just the music and the movies out of the eighties. Like oh, you yeah. just can't mm. can't top it. Yep. I know. Cool. I think let's see, The Smiths was big. And then uh, 
Oh, I think there was like uh, there were there were two phases for me in the eighties because there mm-hmm. was like a like a poison. <laughs> of course, there was Molly Crew. Yeah, I did not get into any of when that. I was, I was all the alternative stuff. I wasn't the rock. I no. may be the oldest one here, though. So I was like m- getting paid to mow lawns with my Sony Walkman in my tape. I turned it up really tape. loud so I could hear it up over the over the lawnmower <laughs> at Fort Benning, Georgia, mowing lawns, man. Some heavy metal in the heat and in the humidity. It's awesome. Yeah. All right, cool. how are we doing on time? I think. Yeah, I think we're we're about ready to wrap. We got about two minutes left. Right on. Let's wrap so, it up. Cool. Thank you, Shelly, so much oh, for coming was, in. This has been awesome. <laughs> so, and thanks for kind of sitting through our our extended our extended version. There, we actually got through the questions a lot faster than I thought we would. So yes. That's awesome. And and if people want to know, yes. want to get uh, contact you or find out more, how do they do that? Easy enough. So. Visit our website at dollardays.com and that's D-O-L-L-A-R-D-A-Y-S.com. Surprise. That's how it sounds. <laughs> There's not a Z. Days. No. <laughs> no, not right. dazed and confused. No. <laughs> and then if you um, feel free, if you wanted to reach out to me, um, it's Shelly Chaney, C-H-A-N-E-Y is my last name and I'm on LinkedIn. You can also email me at schaney at dollardays.com. That's awesome. Right on. Cool. And then for anyone, thanks everybody for listening. But if anyone wants to check out more episodes of AZ Brandcast, we've got a nice catalog on iTunes and Apple Play. Or you can use your Apple Podcast app and find AZ Brandcast. A-Z-B-R-A-N-D-C-A-S-T. And search for us on those uh, channels. And then also hit up our website and get on the newsletter, azbrandcast.com. And you can always connect with us on Twitter or any other social platform. But we do like yep. Twitter. Yes. Uh, at AZ Brandcast. Uh, AZ Brandcast is sponsored by Conscious Capitalism Arizona and is a member of the Phoenix Business Radio X Network. This is Chris and Mike. And we're signing off. Thanks, guys. Thank you. 